Dev, Abby and Asha. The Sage Institute of Fitness. Hit 105. Well, it was a show that took the world by absolute storm. I don't think anyone could have predicted how big it was going to be, but people were just fascinated by it. Uh, it was uh, Making a Murderer, and one of the guys from that is going to be in Brisbane on November 6th with a conversation on Making a Murderer with attorneys Dean Strang and Jerry Bunting, uh, Butting. And Dean joins us now. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Stav and Abby. How are you guys? We are very good. I am uh, completely super excited that we're even having this conversation, Dean. Um, <laughs> what was the <laughs> strangest thing that you noticed once you realised this show went... I mean, you released all the episodes at once on Netflix, and then you walk out your front door. You'd already been on TV a bit during the Avery trial. What was the first time you noticed, oh, wow, people are really watching this? Uh, the night it was released, um, I got uh, an email that very evening from a gentleman on the East Coast of the U.S. Uh, who said, look, I was home work, sick from work today, but not so sick that I had to sleep all day, and I watched all 10 hours of it in one day. Oh, yeah. And he was inspired to track me down on the internet, find my email address, and write to me. So I thought that's um, that's indicative of something. Yeah. Um, Ten hours of TV in in one day, on the very day the thing was released, and then that was on a Friday. And the following Monday, I got a phone call from the actor Alec Baldwin. Wow. Um, so I thought, okay, <laughs> this is this is going to be an interesting ride. Wow. So, Dean, well, you obviously had to take the case. I mean, you took the case when you'd, you would have had a moment where you decided, okay, this guy is, is, is getting screwed. He's getting, his life's being destroyed again. When you looked at all the things that happened in Stephen Avery's life, and in particular, um, for folks who've seen it, there was an incident with a cat uh, in his younger years. What was the moment that you were able to get past all of that and go, despite all of this, I don't care. This guy didn't do it. You know, I'm not in the business of judging my clients, um, and I'd better not be as a defense lawyer. And and just in general, um, I, and I assume you, try not to judge anyone entirely by the worst thing they've ever done in their life, especially if that's when they were a teenager or something. It's just not my role to judge my clients or for that matter you or anyone else certainly by the worst thing you've ever done have you ever typed yourself into twitter i mean i know you're busy but have you ever just gone oh, i'll just have a little bit of a search and see what people think of me no i'm i'm just not on any social media i have a hard enough time doing social contact in an unmediated way. <laughs> <laughs> you have become quite the celebrity. Not, There's a lot I'm, of uh, photos of you with love hearts around it. People symbol, saying you're a bit of a Dean. sex symbol, Dean. Well, but that that's not about me. That's about whatever projection people are imagining of me. Yeah. So Humble. I, Humble. I, I love it. Track it. Yeah. <laughs> when you and Jerry do come to Brisbane on, on the 6th of November, obviously a lot of Making a Murderer fans will arrive, probably some sceptics as well. What can people expect of the evening? Uh, they can expect to be able to submit questions, wow. um, and I hope they will, including sceptics. Um, the moderator um, in these talks asks as many audience questions as possible of us, um, and we welcome skeptical questions as well as you know those that aren't skeptical. We, right. we really are looking to participate in the conversation and, in a sense, to pass the microphone to the audience, wow. hoping they'll continue the conversation. Wow. 
I think someone just bought a plethora of tickets. Or something. Gosh, it's going to be front three rows. <laughs> I am pretty excited. To- well, be be you not or be you not want to be, you are a sex symbol to a lot of people, and I'm sure a lot of people will, because of your brain as well, sir, yes. but a lot of people will be queuing up to see a conversation on making a murderer with you guys in November, uh, November 6th in Brisbane. We can't wait to have you out here. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I know everyone's been dying to have a chat with you, mate, so thank you for your time. Springtime in Brisbane. I'm looking forward to it, and thanks for talking with me. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thank thanks, you. Mate. See ya. Evan Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105. It's been there for years and years. Not only the bar, but the fig tree around the bar. My wife used to go there when it was a goth bar way, oh. way back in the day. She would put on her pancake white makeup, her black trench coat, and she would sit there looking sullen. Well, yeah, you couldn't <laughs> I might have played. A, I might have played a gig to her. Uh-huh. And she looked at me with disapproval, as everybody you That means she played. loved you. That means she loved you. That was the goth way of showing that they cared. Do we know how many years, um, like how old the actual fig tree is? I'm sure. I think someone started counting the rings on Saturday and they're still going. Okay. Uh, because it was old. It was big. It was massive yeah. and it fell down. And right now on 131060, this is iconic. This is once in a lifetime thing. If you call up and you've got a memory to share about the Norman Bee, specifically under that fig tree, we will send you a piece of the tree to have as your very own and also a $50 bar tab to uh, have some fun wow. with the as well. Uh, so you can't lose. Caitlin, in Mount Cravat, you remember the old fig tree? Yes, I certainly do. What did you do under it? Well, I spent my 18th birthday at the Norman Bee mm-hmm. and I had a kiss on that night. Yeah. And I've also spent my 21st birthday there and had a kiss on that night. Too. Yay! <laughs> and I'm now 28, so that's... Nearly 10 years of history with the Norman B. Fig. Do you know what people can use it for? Great story, Caitlin. We'll send you a piece, and I want you to have it on you. Yeah. And it's like the new, it's Brisbane mistletoe. Well, yeah. So when you meet someone, you, you just can, go, wait a minute, I need to get the tree. Yeah, you can and still you just kiss hold them it under the tree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good idea, right? You're not going to do that, but you have got a bit <laughs> of the tree. You have got a bit of the tree, Caitlin. Awesome. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. I love this. It's so good, isn't it? Samantha in Ashgrove, uh, you might want to pop over to Barton and sign our car as well. But while we've got you, memory from under the fig tree, and we will send you a piece of it. What you got for us? Um, I made out with a random on my hen's night. Seems yes. to be a theme here. Um, on your wait, own what? hen's night. On your hen's <laughs> night? <laughs> on your own hen's night. Yes, my own hen's night in 2006. Wow. Are you still married? Um, no. So that was a pretty good indication okay. that yeah. that wasn't <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is the first time he's hearing this story. Well, was it? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, maybe an indication. But uh, we will send you a bit of the fig tree for those that, that memory. We're not going to... be great. Not, Thank you. Yeah, we're not going to explore this conversation further. Was it one of those uh, need to get everything ticked off on a list, hen's night thingies, or...? Um... Nope. Nope. Okay. No, I don't really know. Was he the random. entertainment? <laughs> was he, yeah. Were, were it he... was very entertaining. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> were you miles from anywhere? Um, <laughs> all right. We got Tyson in Jimboomba. Tyson, it's iconic. It's sad that it's gone, but we've got a little piece of it for you if you've got a memory to share about the Normanby fig tree. Yeah, it was uh, late. Friday night, I'd probably say early Saturday morning, mm. I made out with my now wife under that tree. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, was she yeah. on her hen's night too, buddy? Or you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, wow. Do you, remember, do you remember what you said to her beforehand? How did the interaction go? Mate, I don't even remember making out with her. She just told me before I called up. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's so good. You she were so romantic right. yeah. to that point. Tyson, it, you have got a bit of the tree to be able to give to her. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, is she in the I'm room? My memory. Is she there, Tyson? Uh, no, or? I've just no. dropped her off at work. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> you had to get told that was where your first kiss was. Wow. Yeah. So I'm a bit jealous. So many people that, made out under that tree, you, and I just yeah. got rejected so many times under that tree. Oh, you've got a memory <laughs> from the tree, then? Yeah. Great. Stabbin Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Yeah, we were going to talk about something else, but something just happened in that song that we have to address. Please, can someone else, <laughs> if you thought the same as me, you can call on 13 10 16. I don't think anyone's going to admit Dr. to this. Phil. But... <laughs> no, no. Abby has just revealed. We were about to talk about her, her hubby going to the doctor, and yeah. Abby has just revealed something that she has thought up until right now. What did well, you think? Well, I said I've got a friend who is a doctor, <laughs> and he's at um, Karina Medical. Yeah. And yep. I was like, it's such a missed opportunity because his first name's Phil. Yeah. I said, it's a missed opportunity. I'd love to call him Dr. Phil, but obviously that's not his surname. Abby thought that what? Dr. Phil, TV's Dr. Phil, his name, if he wasn't a doctor, he would just be Mr. Phil. And Phil is his surname. Why are you you're making it seem like nobody's got the surname Phil? No one has the surname no. Phil. Have you oh, Have you guys checked that? You've gone through all the white pages and you've made sure there's no... If I haven't used a white page since 2001. <laughs> yes, okay, but... People have a surname called Phil. What about you really? Oh God, honestly, Abby. you thought his last name was Phil. I didn't think. I didn't sit down and think about it for a long <laughs> time. But yes, yeah. ever since I've known him, I've thought. Cause... I'll give you one. I'll throw one back in your general direction <laughs> to make you feel better. <laughs> Up until very recently, I thought that Stephen Hawkins was American. Because his voice has an American accent. Idiot. Absolute <laughs> idiot who went to Cambridge. But that's just, <laughs> just a computer. Uh, Dr. Phil McGraw. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. This now, I would like to ask, yes, if anyone's last name is Phil. I'm just, I've got to find someone. Phone's uh, not, not lighting up. up. Oh, lighting <laughs> up. Maybe Nobody's spell, with you on this spell one, Spell it differently. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> F-I-L-L, maybe. Maybe you know, it's doctor, just, yeah. Yeah. Dr. Yep. Dr. Phil. Yeah. How's that working out for you, Abby? It's not good. <laughs> what about... Um, but do you know now, yes. I can actually say to a lot of my friends, because I've got two friends who are doctors, yeah. and their names are Phil. Yeah. And one of them I've been saying for three years, <laughs> I wish your surname was Phil, and he's never corrected me. So here's, 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 why, here's why his name is why it is, okay, uh-huh. Abby? A lot of the times, I don't know, particularly know in America how it works, yeah. but uh, certainly in Australia, doctors aren't really allowed to... Advertise, uh. okay. So sometimes they won't say their last names, mm. but they still want to say who they are. Like for example, my mum, her name is uh, Lithuanian. Her mum is Baruta Magdalena Ginsburg. But when she worked in the army, it, that was a bit of a mouthful. Yeah. So she was Doctor Ruth for everybody. Ah, oh. Doctor. But generally, we can all agree that you would use Doctor and then their surname. Oh yeah. Normally you do that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Doctor Oz, his last name is not Oz either. Why is he called Dr. Oz? Because it's catchy. And it makes you more endearing to him. I thought that, was, that one was him. confused. I was like, he's not Australian. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Nor is he a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Stabbing Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105. Well, it's the voice of sanity that Australian needs in these dark times. They're back again. The Chasers Election Desk. Starts tonight, 9 o'clock on ABC TV. Chaz from The Boys is joining us. Chaz, you got a massive desk, mate. Oh, do we ever. Do we ever. We've got to have a massive something. It's certainly not talent. So I uh, guess we'll do. I have been reading the uh, synopsis that you've given us. I do love it. The Chaser offers a desk long enough to cover this year's explosive marathon through truly explosive explosiveness. 
send a message there. Look, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, the truth is like that is not rubbish about the desk. We we literally have blown our entire props budget on on the desk on the set. We have no props budget. We are making our own props. As crepe. It's a big desk. Great. It actually, actually goes it. outside the studio. It yeah. actually, actually goes outside the studio. It's amazing. Wow. Now, uh, election is on July the 2nd. Is this one a boring one or am I just bored? Look, I, I actually think it is a boring election, to be honest. It's not boring for us. It's, uh, it's very interesting for us, and I hope we can make it interesting for you guys. But the actual election itself, I, I don't feel like... I mean, obviously, Malcolm Turnbull's been doing his best to do nothing, and uh, Bill Shorten as well. We all know who Bill, what Bill Shorten's like. Yep. So um, as a result of that, I wouldn't say it's a thrill a minute, but, uh, yeah, I, I think of all the two people to have, this is not the election for these two to go for eight weeks. But, you know, <laughs> hey, we, we take what we get. You have to do postal votes, right? Because I can't imagine you guys going into some sort of electoral booth to be able to cast your vote. Um, well, to, to be perfectly honest, I have a terrible record for for infringing voting rules. <laughs> in fact, in fact, I, I've personally discovered, in fact, this might be useful for all your, all your listeners, I've personally discovered what happened when you don't vote and then don't do anything. Because mm. you, might, you might be wondering, what happens you know, if you don't mm. vote? Mm. What do they do? Mm. And I'll tell you, they send you a letter and they ask you, you know, for the reason why. And you can make up any reason. But if you're incredibly lazy, uh, you won't reply. And then what happens? Yeah. Then they send you another letter saying, oh, go, give us, go, go, tell us why, tell us why. And then, and then if you're incredibly lazy, you still won't reply. Yep. And, and this continues. Then they send you a fine. And what if you don't pay the fine? Because what? you are... Yeah, you have a problem with authority. Yeah. What happens then? Then <laughs> I'll tell you what happens. Yeah. Eventually, they actually put a freeze on your your driver's license. Oh. Now let's oh. say yeah. you are hopeless enough to not even have a driver's license. <laughs> what happens then? What happens then? I'll tell you what happens then? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. That's what happens then? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that, that, that's your community service announcement for the day. So what you're saying <laughs> is. The rise of Uber is actually spreading uh, the, the reason for Australians not to vote in this election coming up in J- J- July 2? It, it is destroying democracy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uber is at fault. Oh, well, I tell you what, thank you for doing that research for us. Yeah. <laughs> I did it just for you guys, honestly. Yeah. The Chaser's election desk starts tonight, 9 o'clock on ABC TV. Chaz, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for looking out for us. Thank you so much. Stabbing Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105. You may have heard Amy Drew talking about this in the news, uh, and if you didn't, uh, you should listen to her because that's her. She puts in a lot of work. Uh, but <laughs> she was talking about IKEA. Now I don't know if you know this about me, but I love me some IKEA. I have so many Allen keys in my house. I even have an Al- here's a life hack. I have an Allen key drill bit attachment. You see now uh, that yep, that's pro strength. Yeah, when uh-huh. we moved when we moved into this house, mm. uh, Audrey was like, "We can't go to IKEA. It takes forever." I'm like. I have one friend with two syllables that'll help make that quicker. Makita. Yeah. (laughs) Couch. Yeah. It's amazing. I love all their products. You come to my house, it's like a a showroom. It's like Fight Club. (laughs) Yes, it is like Fight Club. Do I walk in and then it takes me half an hour to find my way to the kitchen? Because I have to go in circles. (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, But that is going to be a thing of the past because Amy Drew was saying that they have plans to go 
online. So you can do all your IKEA shopping from home and you don't have to get lost in their labyrinth maze. I'm surprised that they haven't done that earlier. And mm. honestly, you know that their checkout mm. system is going to be exactly the same. You know when you do like online shopping and they mm. go, would you like to check out? But they've got to take you through all the other products first. You'd have to. You'd I have mean, to. Do you want to go to the marketplace? Yeah. Oh, damn, I'm stuck the marketplace. The marketplace is where they make all their money. Oh, yeah. Because oh. I'm like, don't buy anything. And they'll go to the marketplace. Yeah. I'm like, well, I need that. I need that. Yeah. Oh, what? $200 later. Because you go there for a... tea light candles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All you go there for is a skangenbing and you maybe pick up a bonkin dunk. Uh, and then you go through the marketplace, you end up going, I bought the scanding ding and the bonkin dunk, and now I've got 17 bags full of things. That I got fake plants, I got a huge landscape portrait of New York City. Uh, I got all this stuff. Didn't know I needed it, but I'm going to put it next to Landing King and the bonkin dunk. Uh, love it. Love it. But now you can just get online and go, you know what's going to be the hard thing? Searching yeah. for products. How do you spell scanding ding? <laughs> do you know what they are? Does anyone know what they are? All the product names in Ikea? No. Uh, yeah, I've got them. I, I know the Malm. Yeah, I know. No, the, no, no. I, know, I don't no, know like, that. What are they but do you know after? why they are called such? Why? They are all regions in Sweden. Switzerland, oh. whatever the country it's from. Uh, they're all <laughs> like suburbs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So you could wow. go, you could go there and you would feel right at home. Because like, where are you going? i got to go see my mate in the dresser drawers. Uh, and then I, I'm going to pop over to the pub that's in the bookshelf. Uh, and then I'm going to go down to the uh, sofa. Uh, you know what else I love about Ikea? Apart from many other things. I love that thing that simulates a bum. Oh, you know the, the bum machine. simulator, and no. it just all it does all day is just push down on a chair. Just look <laughs> yes. how long you could do you could do this on this chair for the rest of your life, and you're not gonna actually affect this chair because it just it just does it up and down. Up Why have and I, I can watch it? that. I get I get like seven hot dogs, and I just sit there and I just watch the bum simulator go up and down, up and down, and not ruin the chair. So this is me roundabout way of saying. I am not going to use Ikea online. (laughs) (laughs) Stabbing Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105. Um, As you know, I am uh, uh, soon-to-be proxy stepdad at the moment uh, for a Mm. 12-year-old. Beautiful young lady, and uh, she's just started high school, and of course I am as terrified as the next person of her becoming... You know, the mean girl. Nobody wants them. Uh, Is it what's worse? Is it to be the mean girl or to have them bullied? Like, both of them are bad. Yeah, I think there's more uh, empathy for someone who's being pushed around than someone who's doing the pushing. Do you think that she would ever be the mean girl? No, I don't think she would. I don't think she would. But, uh, you know, you do kind of you do kind of worry. Um, But in the States, I'm sure you've seen this already on on Facebook. There's uh, three young ladies in a Starbucks, a coffee shop in the States. And they were, I don't know if there's any other word for it, Abby, bitchy. Yeah. Um, about other girls at their school and ha 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 she didn't get this and ha ha oh, she's so ugly la la and there was a mum at the next table who overheard them 42 year old mum of two and she overheard them and she was you know doing grocery shopping afterwards and she was really conflicted to go I don't know what I'm going to do I've mm. got to do something because these girls think they're out of earshot from everyone and, and you know speaking and acting with impunity so she quickly scooted home she grabbed one of her own thank you notes then on the app, she ordered three of the same drinks the girls were having uh, for the store and then walked in up to the table. And then she said, she dropped the card on the table and she said, hello, ladies. Um, you don't know me. It looks like you're here studying. I wrote you a note of encouragement. And then she handed the note across. Now, I don't quite know if it's not passive aggressive, but mm. it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Hey, girls, I sat near you today in Starbucks and listened as you talked. You three are obviously pretty and hardworking. I wish your kindness matched your pretty exteriors. 
I heard you talk about a girl who sang a song about being lonely in the talent show and you laughed. About a girl who couldn't be a lead singer because you got all the votes. About crappy presents other people have given you and you sounded so mean and petty. You are smart and you are pretty. It would take nothing for you to also be kind. Has she so, gone too far? No, no, That's, I don't think so. I told, uh, I told a group of girls that were being mean um, a, a stat that I learnt. I don't know if they love that. Hmm. I was like, oh, do you know that there's like statistically they say the people that are the mean ones and the bulliers um, grow up and they're always the ones <laughs> that are the most unsuccessful? Hmm. Hmm. Was no, that too far? No. I would have done, um, with this lady, I would have done exactly the same thing if I'd have met the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's almost got 4,000 followers on Instagram as last seen at a fight. <laughs> Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. We're asking a question. What weird thing do you need in order to go to sleep? We've got Ashley in Hatton Vale. Ashley, you got a weird thing you need to do to go to bed? I do. I have to rub my feet together. Oh, yes. Like bare feet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if, you know, I, I can't have a top sheet tucked in because that hinders my rubbing. Foot rubbing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you and me. You and me are together. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's, that's my thing. So, I'm, you know, I always think if I ever lost both my feet in some terrible <laughs> foot accident, I'd probably never sleep again. Uh, <laughs> do you know what would be worse for you, Ash, if you lost one? And then you just got oh. one sole foot trying to rub another nothing. <laughs> I'm sure, look, oh. I'm sure you could go on Gumtree and just say, look, I need a foot. A foot. To rub against yeah. at night time. I'm sure someone would say someone yes. Someone would say yes, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. That's what, Fitted sheets seem to be a thing too. People do not no, like. And I tend deal. to find that it's in a relationship. You have one fitted sheet person and one non-fitted sheet person. Yeah. You know? I kind of like it. I like it how you have it in a hotel and it's like so no, tight. First thing You're I like, do. Oh, it oh, no, you feel can't do it, no. Uh, we got Penny and Laidley. Penny, what do you need to do to get to Sleepy Town? I have had a bunny since I was a baby, mm, and right. I still sleep with it now. Mm-hmm. And I'm 22 years old. Uh-huh. Have you uh, Have and you got a partner? I do. <laughs> I'm actually engaged. Hey, <laughs> how did you uh, How did you go with that the first time? Well, it comes everywhere with me. So if I like slept over at his house, or if even if I go to a friend's house now, I still have to take it with me because I need to stick it yeah. in between my bosoms yes. to sleep if I'm on my side. This bunny has had the best life ever. <laughs> <laughs> who now? Who doesn't have a bosom bunny? In fact, you two, Abby, you guys, I think you should be opening a business. You yeah. should be scaling it, well, the, going on Shark Tank. Yeah. Why I you did, Osha. Bosom I looked bunny. into it, and there's yeah. already one. It's called a Kush. And you buy oh, a cush yeah, yeah, and it sits, it sits there. It's a, it's a bosom pillow. Yeah. And no, it sits I reckon you should make it Total Recall style and then you can sleep with, with three, the next yeah. one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me just ask this. Can, yeah. I just, can, it, can I get a verbatim mm. recollection of how the conversation, the first time you and your now fiancé slept over for special times, how did you explain after everything was over and now the bunny's going to come into bed with us? It stays in the bed. It was in the bed before he was... Can I ask? Can I ask a follow-up question to Osher's? What about? What about if you were just like, you're going out and one thing leads to another, so you weren't aware that that was going to happen? Do you have him in your handbag in case you're not at home, or? 
Well, if in the event that I need to stay over at someone's house, I usually use the majority of the doona. If I don't, uh, for whatever reason, uh, have yeah, money, yeah. I will use the majority Desperate of the doona okay. and just Desperate tuck measures. in. Yeah, yeah. 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 You get home, Bunny's like, I know you've been with someone else. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Ben. Good for you. Bunny, and, and good loyalty to that bunny. God, mm. what a life. Jake is in Coomera. Jake, can you beat a bunny between your boobs? What are you, what are you using <laughs> to get this newsville? I cannot sleep without the Star Wars blanket I've got wrapped around my right arm, and I can't sleep without cuddling the teddy bear my girlfriend got me a couple of years ago when I was in hospital. I, oh. I cannot sleep without it. Jake, you're beautiful. How old are you? I'm 20. Oh. Why? Why? Why does that Why? make him any less of a man? Because he's got Why? a Star Wars blankie that he needs. I'm sure you do, but it was just really funny. Like, that's got to be wrapped around the right, mm-hmm. and yeah, on the other side is look, bunny. It's a, it's if, a phantom menace blankie. Yeah, it if is. You yeah. Guys, if you guys came over to, like, a girl's house and yeah. she had, like, all teddy bears on the bed, mm. you yeah. would probably freak out. Yeah. But yet you're saying that's cute with Jake. No. Yeah. No, that's different, though. That is different. I would different. sweep them aside in a manly way with one arm and then... <laughs> <laughs> you know, take charge of the situation, Abby. Yeah, let's just let's just play grown ups for a second. Here. <laughs> let's just play a song for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Stab and Abby now with Osher on Hit One Hundred Five.